Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pros know a thing or two about how to get the toughest messes clean. That's why they've long trusted cleaning products from Ecolab for their businesses. And now, that level of clean is available for your home at the Home Depot. Introducing Ecolab Scientific Clean, a full line of pro-grade cleaning products for all your home's needs. So you can clean like you mean business. Now available exclusively at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. All right, I'll tell you right now, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. There's an arm in my shot. It's out of my shot. Um, there's an arm back in my shot. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't hate this movie. People hate this movie. They say it's one of the worst. I don't think so. I think it's fine. Um, Alan Moore, I believe, director, who directed uh, Game of Thrones. And at the time, you got to remember, Game of Thrones is a uh, massive property at this point. So getting him was a good idea. It was originally supposed to be Patty Jenkins. And she dropped out, and whatever the hell happened, I don't know if it was creative differences or whatever it might be. But he takes over, and some say, hey, look, the movie made a lot of money. He said last week, close to like six, $700 million dollars. This also takes place after the Avengers. There's a lot. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's rewatch episode of Thor Dark World. Hemsworth, Portman, they're all back. And one of the worst villains for sure. We'll talk about that a little bit more too. If you haven't already, please go to um, the little subscribe button there. Hit that button. Got reviews on this channel. Got a bunch of stuff on this channel. A lot of things going on. And I want to make sure that you do that. And also go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that podcasts are found, and help us out. That's what you're going to do. All right, listen. Let's get into it. It's going to be myself, Winston, Coy, and we're talking about Thor Dark World. Let's do it. Hello, everybody. Thor Dark World. The Dark World. <laughs> Jane gets possessed. Or whatever she gets, something. Um, all right, let's talk about it. We got Coy, we got Winston, we got a wide shot. But Patty Jenkins, really? Yeah, yeah, she was attached up Nat- until like Nat- six months out. Natalie it was po- really Natalie Portman wow. was Natalie Portman was going. Oh, bail. that's why Natalie Portman wanted out. Yeah. I forgot. Oh, that's exactly yeah. right. She wanted out because because uh, they lost Patty Jenkins, and she was excited because it was. Um, I think first female director yeah. doing an MCU, f- and um, like we saw how great Wonder Woman was, like what could have been the right. first Wonder Woman. Well, I don't know if it could have been as good, and I'll tell you why because I think that the difference was, and I think that Patty Jenkins made a right move, 100%. um, because I think with Wonder Woman, she got to play a little bit more in her sandbox and do a little bit more of what she wanted to do. And also, I think the she script had, is just so much tighter, so much better. And you I also think got that, to yeah. world build, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm I saying? Think, you, I think so, yeah. yeah. She established a thing versus following up a thing, and That's I think right. that was some of the weakness here is you know, Alan Taylor's hands were kind of tied, uh, but also like the pacing of this film is really interesting. There's a weird second act where it's just like, and okay, like there's a slog that doesn't happen in other Marvel films. There, you know, it's 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 interesting too because the trilogies that tended to have a little more consistency with the creative team 
yeah. tended to do a lot better. I know, obviously, Iron Man 2 wasn't that great with Favreau and whatnot, so maybe that's an exception to the rule. But, like, I know it wasn't a trilogy, but, like, Gun, I know you don't like Guardians 2, but, like, universally people kind of love yeah. how those two films flowed generally. Well, universally people are idiots. I'm just kidding. I actually might um, rewatch Guardians kidding. 1 and 2 people before our, our next watch, because I'm going to see Love and Thunder at least a few times. I yeah, might yeah. actually try to watch Guardians 2 before that, because I assume idea. the Guardians are going to be pretty heavily... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems... I haven't seen it in years. I don't think they're going to be... I mean, look, again, by the time we've shot this, we, we have seen the movie but um we might be fools we might be fools but i don't right. think guardians are going to be in it that much dude i I'm, think i'm thinking I think, like 15 20 i think, I think like they're going to be in the beginning of the movie i think you're going to start with him with with them in the movie and then he's goes off on his own adventure maybe they show up at the end but like mm -hmm. he, they're not going to be in the movie that long i bet you the first 10 minutes maybe all right I'm, yeah, I'm, if i was to guess yeah i don't think it's going to be like a, a full act but i would say like a decent you think a little bit more yeah I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Empire with it, and I think that that's gonna be like kind of a Hoth situation where the crew's together. Yeah, and and like you said, similar to Thor going off. Yeah, but I think instead of having a and the very end of Act Three is Luke's showing up to save everybody. I think they reconnect like the end of Act Two. I think that you there's the yeah, hero he needs more. family because yeah, uh, I think his new family yeah. is gonna be the Guardians, and I think he's gonna have to accept that because you also have to include Valkyrie. Right. Because that, that's its own thing about her being king now. Right. You know? And the Asgardians of the Galaxy is like a fun thing that they might play with on purpose. But I mean this is all this is all for next week or two yes, weeks from now. We'll see. But yeah, that said, Dark World, uh I it is still in my lower Marvel films, but kinda like you were saying with the first Thor, that's only because of how great the MCU is as a whole. Like yeah. in a in a giant franchise of A's and B's, when a C happens, it feels really low. And a C is fine. I don't hate this movie. I really don't. I just, I, it's, it's not, it's not super exciting. It's got a lackluster villain for sure. The, the story itself of people flying through dimensions, I thought was pretty. There's some of it I thought was cool. Cat Dennings, like I said last week. Meow meow. Yeah, meow, but meow. Cat, Cat Dennings is. I remember her being really annoying in the movie when I saw it, and I actually don't mind her in this. And I don't know if it's because she, she played really well in WandaVision for me. She too. does. That's fair. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. I, I heard making out with the intern and like the whole reason right. she hired the kid right. was because she didn't want to do work and she wanted to hook up with somebody. Yeah. It's just really funny to me. And I, I do appreciate her being um, that relief. I find it interesting that Skarsgård that they go into. Yeah. Imagine being mind control, bruh. Your brain unravels. And yeah. he's really running around naked talking about wormholes. So much where fun. He's, he's still on point with his science. Right. But the rest of him is a wreck. And what a great way to show ramifications of Loki in a different way. Like, what a great way to have Loki be a problem. In it. And I, I think this is some of the best Loki Thor stuff. Like, I think the battle, I think the brotherhood, I think all of that's a highlight. Yeah. The only thing I would say that I don't love um, because of that, and this is a minor continuity thing, if you're saying that the Mind Stone being mind-controlled drives you insane, mm -hmm. I would have loved for them to connect those dots with, with Clint yeah. Or maybe he's having random psychotic breaks. I know we get a little bit of that in Hawkeye, but that's more PTSD of that. The things he's seen. Dying. Yeah. 
if you had had this element that being mind controlled by the Mind Stone makes you uneven, would that, love that. That would have been really cool to and see. And it's, it's very interesting psychologically. It's just yeah. there's so many threads, there's so many stories, but I would have loved to have seen that. This movie also has my favorite uh, cameo in the entire MCU. Which? Which is... Chris Evans doing Tom oh, yeah, Hiddleston yeah, yeah, doing yeah. Chris yes, Evans. Yes, yes, yes. Because Tom yes, Hiddleston's yes. known for his, you know, you know, stylistic yeah. personifications. Yeah. And then Chris Evans does this beautiful over-the-top Chris Evans. It is, I think, the best has, cameo. Has, has Chris Evans been in the most MCU films? I think there was a time he was. Because it was, what, the three? It's gotta be the, Downey, no? I, I think it's Evans only because it's, what, three Captain Americas. Okay. Four um, Avengers. Avengers. Homecoming. Yep. In the videos, Thor: The Dark World for this. I think it's still Downey. So that's man. nine. So then Downey is Downey in is three in Iron Mans, four Hulk, Hulk. That's eight. Uh, Homecoming. Homecoming. So they're tied. They're at nine each. Nine apiece. Is there any more? I don't know. If there's any more that that they're in, but um. I was just curious because because yeah. because you're right because Chris Evans keeps just popping up just all the time. Yeah. 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 It's true. Um, uh, ten appearances from Tony Stark, okay. Iron Man. What was the tenth? What was the tenth? Uh, oh, hold on, I just I just opened an article. Got to okay. get to the actual. Uh, Anyways, he, while yeah. he looks that up, as as far as the Dark World goes, I think what has redeemed it in my eyes, um, you have a really good story set up about family, even more so than the first one about what those brothers, what yeah. that means, the fact that that Loki. They're both torn up about uh, Frigga dying, but Loki is, like, distraught, and yeah. especially because it's his fault. Right, right. Because yeah. Downey's in a Cap movie, and Cap isn't in an Iron Man movie. Civil War is a Cap movie, with Iron Man as the villain. Uh, so we got we got three Iron Mans, four Avengers, Civil War, the Spider-Man Homecoming secondary lead, Incredible Hulk, and then Endgame. So ten. Right. And then uh, he's actually tied to Samuel Jackson, which surprises me. Nick Fury's also in 10. Steve Rogers is in nine because he's not in an Iron Man movie. Mm. So Steve Rogers is in the three caps, four uh, Avengers, cameo in Thor 2, cameo in Homecoming, uh, Endgame. Got it. Crazy. Oh. Yeah, they're both in a lot, and they're both never have to work ever again. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but this is, uh, it is in, and similar to what we were talking about last week, the tone is probably why they shifted so much because the, the tone is even more serious even though like i said there's a cat dennings joke and there are definitely humor in this but it's definitely the more serious of the films out of the three of them i think yeah, yeah no, no no for for sure and i th we we talked about this in our thor review the other thing that this movie does right she still kind of has the oh there you are like yeah. kind of mentality but it's better. The minute she gets the ether, yeah. once she kind of realizes what's going on, you see a little badassery come out, and that is going to lead into what we're going to see or what we saw in Love and Thunder. Right. Because um, the, the big iteration that we've always seen with her is, like, either she's a scientist or she works as a paramedic or a number of different things where she is, like, actually throwing herself into the action. Right. Which then leads to her being worthy enough to wield the hammer. Yeah, she's always smart and hands-on. This character as it's seen not is not yet that... The, the, Worthy. The, she sort of does it now with the with the stick. She's able to start teleporting some of the dark elves out of the way to help Thor. Right. But like, I, that's what we needed more of. I hope we get some Jane Foster in the movie we've already seen, but have not yet seen. <laughs> it's to set up her worthiness. <laughs> like I'm hoping retroactively. Do you, do you know think, what I mean? Do you think they're gonna do the cancer? I think that it's so important to the comic that it would be really hard to not. Mm. I'm wondering if it's gonna be caused by the ether. That's. I think that's probably where they're gonna go. With I it. think so. Some, whatever happened. To I would her, assume yeah. whatever happened to her changed her molecular structure. Yeah, because we haven't really heard from her at all. We at, haven't heard at, from at her. all because and they even and he even makes 
reference to that, I think, in Ragnarok when he's with where's, yeah. where's Loki. Jane? And we're, has, we're not we, really we didn't work out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's. And then her scene in Endgame is a cut her, scene from this movie. Footage. It's old. Footage it's from, from Dark this. World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we haven't had Natalie Portman back because right. the only new footage is from this. Well, I think that the reason that they were definitely able to get her back was once they came up with that angle. Yeah. Uh, well, the comics are so Lady good. Thor and all that stuff too, and being able to bring it. When, when did that first be introduced? Oh, 2008. It was a long time ago. It, at it, this point, it was, and I think that that was part of the reason why she was signed on to do because she thought it was in the first place to the potential for it. But it was clear that they weren't planning on doing this in the first three phases, yeah. and so you mix that with like uh, the Patty Jenkins thing. She's probably mm-hmm. like, "Well, then well, screw you guys." She hasn't. I even said this last week. You know, she doesn't have the biggest track record. I mean, I'm not talking about box office, but uh, with big budget movies, right? Because when you look, she even says that she's on record saying that it was hard for her after Star Wars because people didn't want to book her because they thought she was a bad actress. That's what she said. Um, and that was very hard for her to do in general, right? So I think that, and and the first Thor was tough to... Sorry, 2015. I was way off. I thought it was 2015. Yeah, I thought so. Because first Lady Mighty Thor, Thor official. That's what I thought. Because she I remember talking like, about that on Schmoes when it, when it came out. But, but either way, so but, but my point with her is that she hasn't had an opportunity yet to really shine in these... What's the what's a big blockbuster movie that she's done? When I think of Natalie Portman, her, Fever her, Vendetta, again, a studio release, but not a massive movie, big blockbuster right. movie. That's a but but, but technically, I gotta say, technically, the first appearance was nineteen sixty two. Okay. In a what if? I, that was what I was. You're gonna saying. stick around gonna, this subject gonna, for a while. I'm, huh? not, I'm gonna stay on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on my phone. You guys carry on. I'll check in. You just let me know when we're back. Okay. Right. In that regard. Let me, in that regard. <laughs> but but I will. But I will say that with with uh, with Natalie Portman. What do you think of when you think of Natalie Portman? Her career roles. You think of the professional. You yep. think of uh, uh, Black Swan. Black Swan. Won for the Oscar. Right? I do think of V, but I don't think that is a big film. Yeah. I think of her on SNL Dude, doing Natalie, Natalie right. Portman. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I do think of Natalie Portman as Natalie Portman. Which is weird. Like, but more than a, a lot of movie stars. You know she was in a movie was called Vox... Vox... Vox Machina? No, Vox, Vox Lux. Lerner. Vox Lux. Vox Lux. Vox Lux. I, I, I'm one of the few people who... Like, I love that movie. I still haven't seen it. It's it's hard to watch. It's yeah. A, it's a hard watch, especially the opening scene. It's a hard watch. But I really enjoy that movie. But, but she's great in that movie. And I don't think she's been able to do her Natalie Portman thing in big blood. Well, we movies. talked about the, the, the cancer element at Comic-Con and she was really excited that that was such a fundamental part of my experience of the character. And she really appreciated the fact that like, that is how I see handling something so heavy in the superhero space is you're not demeaning either side of it. Like yeah. to me, the cancer thing isn't demeaning uh, what makes her mighty, but it's also something that's so human for people that need to experience. Like just like any form of representation, I think that people that are not like healthy need to be seen. I think people that are going through trauma need to be seen. And like she really was drawn to that. I, I mean, and and the two things about it that are so incredible is both a, like you said with that representation, it's showing that people that are sick are still out here doing incredible things, right? Doing mighty things, pun intended. But then the other part about it, I know how that story kind of ends with her in one of the runs. Uh, the cancer's like too much. They're like, if you keep using the yeah. powers, you're gonna die. Such a good run. And so that could also be not only a way to really show Jane at that ultimate hero level. Mm-hmm. It could also give you an out potentially if Natalie was like, I'm definitely down to do this, but I want one and then I'm done. Yeah. You could make it where maybe that's a situation That'd where be she brutal. herself. Yeah. And I also think it's interesting, like we're seeing it tonight slash two weeks ago. And we don't know all that much, right? Like I was I was saying the other day, like I love that the Thor 
trailers don't give us a lot of any story. Nope. Like the movie's coming out in two Jane? weeks. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh. Alan? <laughs> um, but like we really don't have a lot of like context for these things. I, yeah. I'm realizing the Jane is the new friend from work. Oh, 100%. Jane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! Dude, the friend from work line, that being a Make-A-Wish kid is like that's one of the so most beautiful cool. things. It, it's all full circle. If Jane does have cancer, it's a dude, dude. That's real. That's wild. But like this movie itself, back to the one that we're not talking about. Uh, I think Dark World suffered from a very, very generic villain that was cast. Yes. Like the, the actor's He's great. He's a good actor, yeah. Chris Eccleston. Yeah. But, but, he, but I, I looked him up and I was like, I have not. Maybe he's a theater actor or something. No, he doesn't have Doctor a, Who is this big. Like he's okay, he's one of the big doctors. Okay, okay, okay. Because the, the the rest of it, there wasn't anything really like. And maybe that's what I missed. I probably saw the Doctor Who, but I just didn't episode the, count. Yeah, he's like the original okay. rebooted Doctor. Okay. Yeah. Let me. So, see, I'm gonna get. I'll get a. Let me see where he was. And uh, he pops up and stuff. I just. I feel like this was not. No, no, no. I feel you because it just. It felt almost like a throwaway in that regard. If you're not a big Doctor Who person. Also, Malekith is a way bigger deal in the comic books. Malekith leads to the War of the Realms, which is one. Yeah. Of, I don't know if you read War of the Realms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of my favorite modern Thor storylines, and like the Dark Elf story is so akin to Loki's uh, search for justice and vengeance. They could have done a lot more. Yeah. No, for sure, man. I. I, I think. There is a lot that they're trying to. They, they they use this so as like a bridge the gap movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you it feel kind of like Iron Man too. Yeah, because, he was. Yeah. The, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say he was in the Leftovers, which I love that show. Okay. Um, he was yeah Thor: Dark World, but before that, yeah, he was just in a lot of TV stuff. I um, mean, obviously, GI Joe rides a cobra, made him a star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Heroes. He was. He was. Yeah, his, that was probably was his biggest role. Claude in Heroes. Um, I remember that character. Doctor Who, uh, 28 Days He only later. did one year Doctor Who. Holy crap. He's so foundational to that that fandom. I don't know Doctor Who that well. I don't I won't know that at all. But that's, yeah, so he wasn't, it was it was definitely, plus the fact he's in makeup and doing all this stuff. But I thought that character was going to be a lot, there was no depth to him. At all. At all. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Like, what do you want? I want? Villainy. I want darkness. Well, I want darkness that's what everywhere. It. But that's what they, and they, they because they lean so heavily into really, defining Loki more yeah. inside of this and that relationship. And as you guys mentioned, where he's the one who's kind of broken up about Rene Russo, it took away from this character. Yeah. Because there's, no, there's none of that, well, what makes this character tick? Mm-hmm. He's just a dark elf was pissed off. Fight! That's, That's enough, really Loki. Because at least even with Luffy in the first one, yeah. there is that history of Odin coming in and wrecking his shop, and he's just like, bro... I am going to murder the Asgardians because you keep messing with the Frost Giants. That's a rat. Like, context. I, we needed sense. context. The only context here was there was an ancient wall with the Dark Elves. And they it's all their voiceover. Darkness. It's yeah. literally told via, like, cutscene. And we get bored for half a second. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and all that. And it's, it's, it's just not enough. Because right. if you were going to do that... It almost feels like what you were doing with Lord of the Rings with with Sauron. Yeah. Where like you're 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 at least you're setting up this is the lore of who Sauron was. Right. And now we're gonna explore this for three movies. And that scope felt on. worthy, obviously, yeah. it's Lord of the Rings. But that's that that's how you tell that in flashback. This did not accomplish that. And it's the same tone. This is the most Lord of the Ringsy of any of the MCU films. It's the most like fantasy paced. And there's a scene in this where uh, Thor hangs his hammer on a coat rack, and yeah. that apparently is like one of the moments the the Marvel was like, Oh, Chris Hemsworth's funny. Right. So like this movie is important, but if you look at a rewatch 
this is not one you need to rewatch necessarily. Uh, Zach Levi's great as yeah, a Fendrell. Well, let's just say we haven't talked. I, we didn't, in our last rewatch, we didn't talk about um, the Warriors three, his buddies, and um, and the idea because what was, who was the Jamie Alexander? God, I love Sif so and much. She was and she was rumored for Wonder Woman forever. Yeah, and I wonder if that would have happened if Patty Jenkins did do this and then that. Like you know what I mean? Maybe. Um, and I didn't realize that because Josh Dallas was originally Fandral, yeah. and and they even I'm reading this article on. Um, I don't know. And then Shazam took over. That's right. Well, exactly. Levi <laughs> takes over it, and then you didn't really notice, you know, when it when they didn't make like a massive deal of it when he shows up in this one, and he just like, oh yeah, he's always been in it, and he hasn't. This well, I love that the first Thor, the guy uh, Josh uh, Dallas, Dallas yeah. he looks like the same hair style choices of bleaching Thor's eyebrows, and then Zach Levi actually looks like that. That could be a person. Like I love that the first one was so over the top that everyone's makeup Which and everyone like Zach side Levi? by side. Zach Levi's in front, dude. I actually think that that's Zach Shazam right there. Yeah, I, I think they I both just, look alright. With right. the mop hair, it's hard for me to tell. Yeah, so there's here. I'll give you a here's a photo. Oh, there you go. Here's like, the pair. Of them. Like I keep looking at both of them and trying to see which one is that. No, I think I, guess I can. I think see dude, it. I think dude on the right looks alright. Again, it's it goes. I think that it's a difference with the Brana stuff, right? The guy on the guy, the Josh, whatever his name is, uh, is he's he's clearly he's in a Brana film. He's in a Shakespeare movie. Look, yeah, like, he's, it, got, it, he's got the, the the oh, I guess they both kind of have the collar. His just seems more like ruffian. It's so Shakespearean, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and even and the way the hair is quaffed and all. Yeah, well, like, yeah, and Levi looks like he's in Chronicles of Narnia. Well, he yeah, also, yeah, he, yeah. He, exactly. But he look—he actually looks like he's in the middle of a war. And you know what's yeah. a bummer? Sorry, one more time in that image. What's a bummer is Thor: Dark World did some of the best production design choices. Yeah. Like, look at the uh, costuming. Look at yeah, the yeah. you know the Asgardian yeah. like Definitely, style. Yeah. That was all beautiful. It's just the movie was paced. I don't know if you could trim twenty minutes. I don't know what I would do. But something about this movie just makes it not it's as rewatchable. It's so funny. Like, I, I and I I am very aware of how in the minority I am. But it, if it does not like, I would rank this. I, we should definitely probably do this at some point, ranking the all whole of, thing, the MCU, like ranking all. It's it should just be a full episode. It will <laughs> take a full episode, dude. Yeah, well, well the, Feige's apparently announcing what Phase Four is going to be yeah, in the soon. next month. So five? it's either going to be it how they're wrapping up four. So probably comic comic comic. like what the big thing okay, is. So I would say D twenty three because that's more his territory. But that doesn't happen. When is D twenty three? Like, like two like, weeks after Comic Con. Is it really? I thought it was like September. No, it's like August. I think. I feel like it's less that that's his thing. It's more Disney was like nah. Save that, right? Like, you know we I mean? want this yeah, on yeah, our yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, September, yeah. dude. It might be. I could be totally wrong. Uh, but we should do it then when they announce how yeah. Phase Four is going to go. D twenty three dates Anaheim, right? Yeah, yeah it's twenty twenty two. September tenth, right? Oh, there. yeah. I think you're totally right, dude. Where is it September seventh? September tenth. Well, there we go. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna write that down because that's gonna be yep. Book out. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think you know. Then we we look I at what Phase Four has become. D20, so this has D23 Expo. Uh, who the hell knows? Uh, but it looks like it's September. Okay. Year. So I, that's why I, if it's a, you, if you're saying the next month with Kevin Feige. Yeah, that could be Comic-Con. This could be Comic-Con because that's next, that's next month. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. So, so what do you do for D23 then? Do you probably just show a lot of footage, a lot of footage of stuff that's coming out. I mean, that's like you, they're going to show. Well, for Star Wars, they'll probably show more Mandalorian stuff and maybe some stuff with uh, – Acolyte. Well, they, the, the, to, to, as of this morning that we sh were shooting this, something came out that they started already talking about Secret Wars and what's going on with that and right. how, you know, Nick will lead S.W.O.R.D. to deal with what stuff that's going on. So it, maybe maybe it's diving into that. Yeah. Um, but focusing back on this film, yeah. uh, you know, at this point we've seen, what, two uh, Infinity Stones, and we get introduced to the third now. Right. And uh, the Ether, a.k.a. the Reality Stone. The only yeah. thing that's weird... Knowing that the reality, you, 
it sort of shows some reality warping, but not it's pretty tame. Really, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. more just like, oh, you're attacking Natalie Portman, explosion. Yeah, like it's, it's not, all very impact based. Weirdly, that's not what it does. No, it's and literally it, like he turned a laser into bubbles. When right, Thanos had right, it. Like right. that's it's a, reality. It changed the entire room into. From I'm a, wondering if they were just short sighted with their imagination of what it will will become. Like I wonder yeah. if they. I mean, they were they obviously yeah, the evolution Thanos. probably changed inside the room with like the Russo brothers. Right, you know, too. They're like, yeah, they know that we did that in a dark world, but like, what he should be able to do is like we just said. Like he should be able to turn things into like bubbles. He should be yeah. able to do this. Like uh, maybe, maybe you go even a f- step further. What that was they my did. problem with uh, Scarlet Witch and in, in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness was like she can literally change reality and she uses her fingers to zap. Like she's yeah. like basically like made a, a gun out of her hands. Like, I'm like you can change reality. Bro, on right. top of the fact that like what they have that giant magic dome that she yeah. can't get past, and she can't all of a sudden just like turn the dome where it just starts sucking oxygen. Like anything. You so many been things. More creative. Yeah. So I get it because sometimes, like, let, let's be honest, I don't know how much um, writing y'all have done as well on scripts and that you you can't always think of all that stuff. Right. We, we're sitting there and we didn't think about the bigger scope. Sh- yeah, you're so focused like, up and just getting the story told. Right. Which I think is what happened with Dark World is they were like, okay, reality, uh, boom. Like, they just needed a weapon more than they needed to world build. And I think that also is the strength and weakness of doing the MCU as big as they do. The, the only thing that I really regret, I do wish that we had gotten more Frigga in one. Yeah, so we I felt think, more. I think her yeah. death would have had a bigger impact on us. Yeah, I think you have more of an Im- it has more of an impact on you because it's Rene Russo yes. than because that of helps. the way that they built the actual yes. character. If it wasn't Rene Russo, I don't know if I would have cared. They, right. they tried because, remember, she goes to visit Loki in a cell. She's a, a great scene. And yeah, all she that. does. But, yeah. but I, I, I think we did not get enough of her previously since this is a follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm like, ah, uh, but I don't really care. But what do you think about, about the ending? Uh, of the, what do you think about the ending though of the movie with uh, Loki with the on the throne? Yeah. Um, I think they undermined it immediately. Like they, they, they kind of kept throwing away what Loki ended with. Like, you know, right. they, they, they did uh, play around with it at Ragnarok, but it never felt impactful. It never felt like he actually he did anything to the plays. kingdom. He yeah. He on plays about how Loki was a brave hero that died. Like, right. I don't, right. like, which wasn't. is funny, yeah. but like, that's about, and that's kind of the Ragnarok thing I have is like, we set up this big moment where Loki could have actually achieved something where Loki right. was actually and in charge. Goofy. And then Ragnarok's like, what if Matt Damon? Like, that's, that's the extent of it. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Right. <laughs> well, that's, and that's why that, as I said, that's what worries about me. Um, again, seeing it tonight, taping it, but uh, but it worries me about the new movie is just how much they're going to rely more so on. Well, let's make this funny. And this, what if what if this was in there that could be hilarious? Yeah. As opposed to how it could actually work in the overall. World Especially if story. this is the last. I mean, I do feel like we're going to see something that affects the MCU. I do feel like it's going to tie to Eternals. I do feel like it's yeah. going to tie to obviously Guardians Three. But how much is that tone going to uh, balance? Speaking of uh, real quick, so speaking of the the tie in tall, are you are you caught up on Ms. Marvel? I I haven't seen this piece. Okay, so I was traveling. I haven't seen this week. All right, because yeah. I had a question about. Eternals. I'll tell you Tuesday. Yeah, tell me on Tuesday. You asked me on Tuesday. Hold on. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess I have to wait because of this day is insane. But, um, but yeah, I I, over under. Do you think Loki makes an appearance? Because we do know that he lives because of the TVA. What do you think? Oh, that would confuse. It would confuse the hell out of Thor. It would. That's fun. I don't think so because I think it would take too long of a scene for him to, to explain, explain the TVA. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go unlikely. Yeah, it'd be fun, but unlikely. Maybe a post credit scene though. Are they doing uh, a Loki season two? They are, yeah, right? Yeah, they're filming it now. Okay. Um, the guys that did uh, Justin and Aaron who did Moon Knight are doing it. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, and then over under on Gamora. Um, over. I see that happening as a reason. Maybe they leave. Like, I think that, like, you know, something's going on where they have to solve that. I think it's post-credit. 
Yeah, they could both be post credit. What do you guys think post credit's going to be on this? Maybe some Guardians wise because that's going to lead into part two. Where it goes? When does part two come out next year? Next year, part Part three. three. Yeah, yeah. But uh, holiday special comes out this year. What the hell is that? They're doing like a Star Wars Christmas special with Guardians. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's a full on in canon thing. Right. right. So yeah, that's also this year. So this year's crazy. That's but that's direct to Disney Plus. Yeah. It's just but but this is interesting because is is this supposed to be the last Thor? Is this supposed to be it? It's the last thing they've confirmed. The last thing they confirmed. So knowing that, you but you have the ability. I'm sure Chris probably is like maybe no more solo films, but I'll come back in and Avengers stuff for you when you need me. Yeah. So you're also looking here at like the kind of the this whole end of the era type situation i know we've old guard yeah Yeah. the the, the old guard going out bro because all gods must die well exactly which you're getting that which is i guess the part that's so interesting about dark world i don't think i ever felt threatened by malekith right i maybe to the world but never to Thor. There I was is, never there is a bit of a, there is a bit of a oh stop at you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> even look. with even yeah. with the reality stone. Yeah, you have a friggin' yeah. infinity never, stone, yeah, and, yeah. and it never feels he's challenged. Never, he's never scary. He's never. No. You're, you're just like I'll cut it out, you <laughs> silly little elf. <laughs> oh, stop getting so mad, will you? And they did Come all the right on. things. They made him look scary. They made his voice yeah, deep, but like didn't, it didn't land. It, it didn't the, land. The, the the convergence also didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. Like you were like I was like okay cool like things are kind of flying in and out of portals. That seems worrisome. Are lining like here, up, but yeah, and here and here's another like when you if I say to my my daughter's never seen an MCU film yet, we're going to watch the whole thing. That's right? fun, but that's she, how you should rank them after what she's seen. But 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 I if I say to her, if I say to my daughter, do you know who Loki is? Yeah, she knows who Loki is. She knows who Thanos is, right? She knows a lot of these main villains. If I say to her, who's Malekith? Huh? You ask some MCU fans, that's they won't I mean. remember. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's such a eh. the casual fans will be like, who? Like if this isn't the worst Marvel movie, I do think it's the worst Marvel villain. It's not a it's it's not a good one. It's yeah, like, I mean, like, it's Corey yeah, Stoll's not great, I, but he's at least. Know, but you know what? Is, I don't mind Corey Stoll. Everyone gives Corey Stoll such a oh, bad. I loved Corey. Stoll. I thought he was great, as, uh, but I, I, I felt he, he had more to do. I, yeah. I just knew. I at least knew why what his motivation was. I mean, right. he's still, he's still pretty by the numbers. Yeah, I was just thinking of the mustache like, twirling villains. Yeah. Those two jump out. No, I, as sure. far as a bad villain goes, I mean, Ghost. it's. Oh wait, uh, uh, memento, dude, homeboy, uh, Adrian, uh, fucking. Uh, oh, there you go. There's my one. Uh, the dude <laughs> that breathes fire for no reason in Iron Man three. Oh, Aldrich. Oh, Killian Aldrich. There it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, he's probably my worst villain. I, well, but I I understand, I understand his him reasoning. More. I understand yeah. him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, why I also understand Corey Stoll. There's nothing here that I'm like, yeah, let's do dark, it. Dark, huh? Ghost, I at least, un- uh, no, darkness, right? Uh, <laughs> Ghost, I at least understand her reasoning. But well, I like Ghost a lot. Wait, which, Ghost, Ghost is, is uh, Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2. Right, right. So, that, that movie is another one that ranks kind of low for me. Yeah, but but she just stops. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, and hey, I, I love the man. Cut it out. And then she's like, okay, like, yeah. and that's it. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I, I, I like what they were setting up. They sure. just didn't follow through. I didn't like what they set up or what they followed through. Now, like, I think just- Ghost is going to be in the Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts, whatever they do first. Um, and then I think Malekith is going to stay in obscurity. Like I think you can redeem Ghost and like he somebody died else. at the end of this, didn't he? I don't remember. I don't remember. How well, did this end, bro? I, the, here's the thing. This is how you know that this film. Die? This film was really low for me. I screwed up because Kristen had never seen my girlfriend. Kristen had never seen the MCU. She'd seen films here and there, but she had never just like seen it. So she decided we're going to do a rewatch of it. We're, we're moving along. We're moving along. I had trash talked the dark world so much. We froze on this rewatch for almost two years. <laughs> she was like, I don't want to watch it. Thor's my least 
favorite character, and I, his story sucks, and I don't want to watch this you movie. You only got the so face bad. too. So we eventually watched it because what I did was we bought a new bookshelf. So we were building a bookshelf while watching Thor: The Dark World. She didn't have to focus. Yep. She's like, yeah, yeah, some about that's an Infinity Stone, and and th- Thor's mama died, and this guy sucks. It's I got great. It. It's so funny. <laughs> my, my wife loves the Thor movies. Right, really? that's interesting. Loves them. Like, I, he doesn't even mind the Dark World, right? Because like, it was the one she hasn't been to movies in like three years, you know, because of everything going on in the world. And I was telling her about, you know, going to the the Thor, which she's like, I want to go to that. And she thought about it, but then she she <laughs> missed it. it. She didn't yeah, yeah. It. But like, it's funny because how does Kristen like, like Guardians? She really liked Guardians 1. We haven't watched Guardians 2 yet. I couldn't get my wife to watch six minutes of Guardians. Wow. She was like, she saw the talking raccoon. She was out. That's it. So it's all, it's all the, that's to be the MCU, right? Like everyone's got their niche. Like it is truly a genre of Dude, Guardians 1 stopped our MCU watch in its tracks. And I was like, I was like, let's just power through it. Cause I said, I said, I I said, I like the first one. She started watching. She's like, no, I'm out. Wow. She didn't like it until the Jackson Pollock line. Because she thought that was really clever. Mm. And then from that point forward. I thought you were my wife. I'm like, what the hell? How do you know that? Winston's always outside. He's just giving an eye on Hey, man, I just always watch him, baby. It's a Homelander. Remember, remember three weeks ago when. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd your wife react to that, by the way? Homelander? No, no. The, the Winston, uh, the video of Winston saying. Oh, like, I, didn't, I didn't show her. I didn't show her. Oh, she was, yet? No, because she was so. When I, t- when I told her that I even brought it up, she was so embarrassed. Oh, that's how Winston heard, though. That's how he knew about the Jackson Pollock line. He was there. He was waiting. But for Kristen, she was. The beginning of Guardian, she was kind of like, oh boy. And then he said the Jackson Pollock thing, and she was like, oh, that's actually pretty clever. Yeah. And then she jacked in from there. Oh, oh, did she? Did she jack in wow. from there? Did she? She, she was on board. Yeah. She was really hard yeah. for the movie about that She was all about. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need a little foreplay before Guardians. Hey, you got to yeah. get more of them up. You got to make that'll sure. get you going. But look, oh, you know what man. will get you going for sure is little athletic greens, everybody. Athletic greens, athletic greens. Who wants some athletic greens? Well, you should get some athletic greens. Why? Because it is good stuff, man. I love athletic greens. Winston likes athletic greens. Mm. Koi likes athletic greens, and you should too. So you got to uh, you got to you got to really really check this stuff out. I love it. I've been using it for a while now, and I'm and I'm digging it. I'm digging it because I didn't have the time to really get into these. Uh, vitamins and pills and all those types. Of I just couldn't do it. I wanted better gut, gut health. Gut health. I wanted more energy, optimized immune system. I didn't like taking the pills and the vitamins. I wanted a supplement that tastes great, and I wanted to see what the hype was. And so I did it. I did it, and I love it. I really, I, I dig it a lot. I've been using it. I've been talking about it forever. You guys, if you've been watching this show long enough, you know, you know about Athletic Greens. You take one scoop of it, you put it in a water bottle, you shake it up, put it in a glass of water. You get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, the whole nine yards. I love it, man. It tastes like a, it's, it's fruity, which I, which I dig. It looks like grass, but it's not. It's got like a fruity taste to it. I give it to all my friends, my family. It's awesome. It supports better sleep quality, recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. Costs you less than three dollars a day. It's cheaper than getting you know, uh, getting all the different supplements yourself, and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's got over seven thousand five-star reviews, and it's recommended by professional athletes. So it is time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. You take one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's all you need to do. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
you got to visit athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And as I told you guys once, and I'll tell you again, you want to help out the show? You want to help out yourself? Get yourself some Athletic Greens. Get it in the uh, link of the description below. It helps out the show tremendously, especially when it's something that we love and we can tell you about. So go ahead and check it out. All right. Back to it. Let's get it. So villain problems, good character growth, just a little, you know, stagnant at times as far as pacing. Directing's fine. It's just kind of like neutral at points. The fights are fine. Feels a little TV-ish sometimes. Feels a little TV-ish. That's, that's probably coming off the Game of Thrones stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question. Oh, okay. Early on, when we when we are on Vanaheim, mm-hmm. is that Korg's brother? I think it's the race that that's, Korg that's is what from. I was saying, yeah. But I don't know if they'll do I think it'd be a funny Taika bit if they tie it if, together. If, if randomly one day, but it's the same race. That that well, that's what I was asking because he's holding the same weapon. Yeah. So I don't actually think he's Korg's actual, but brother, like, but some sort of he's like, in that species. Yeah, yeah which is fun because I've often wondered if they were like just had the mapping and they were like, we've got this Taika guy. He wants to voice this thing he's directing. Pluck that. Like it feels like they just used rock guy. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. It's great. Yeah. Um, are there other things in here that really stood out besides... Loki's a highlight for me again. Yeah, Loki it seems to be, and that's where they probably even more so wanted to develop more. Yeah. They have his buddies, the, the, the um, Jamie, Jamie Alexander, Ray Stevenson, both... They're, all, they're, they're in this again, too, but not as big a role as I yeah. think as they have. Lady in, in Sif is a highlight yeah. for sure as well. She is, like, she's have, so cool. And they have those moments. I think that it's interesting when, when Jane goes to Asgard. and, and, and There's that little bit of love triangle action. There like, is. You think it's going to be, but it never really goes It's anywhere. kind of a first act, yeah, but it, really, I, I felt yeah. it was like if he stayed on Asgard, she's stuck with her. Yeah, and that's a cool thing to be like. He, that's another way they show him choosing right. Midgard. She they just, show him choosing Earth. Does, what happened? Does she, does she eat it in the third one? She uh, was rumored to have been dusted, but then she was in Loki. She was in Loki. Yeah, she was in that oh, scene. Right, right, the, right. She said, but, that, but, that's, but that's not, but that's that's not, not really time. time. But that's also not in the Dusting universe. I think she's going to be in Love and Thunder, though. You think so? Yeah. I'm I think she shows Because up. remember, the Warriors 3, Sif and the Warriors 3 get the ass whooped by Hela. Right. That's, that's what that's, I mean. That's the question he's asking him. Because, are they alive? Well, I know that. I know Zach uh, Levi is toast. He right. Gets, he gets dusted. He's gone. He gets, he, he he's gets a, killed by her. He's out Shazamming. Yeah, right. But, so like, I think, I, I imagine that would be a conflict. Uh, but I do think he, uh, I, I think she survived. I don't know why I think that, though. That, 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 but that's, I guess, my question, because then why didn't she show up in Infinity War? Why didn't remember? All the Asgardians saved were together. a died. They were murked by Thanos right. on the ship. on the ship. But yeah, only a few survived, and then the ship gets taken out. So his entire thing, like, that's why Thor's Says, got the darkest. Sif was among the many victims of Thanos' snap. However, she was resurrected five years later by Hulk. So she is alive. Why didn't we see her? That's the weird part. And also, that actually makes me think about. Well, where would you see her? Huh? On the ship. Where would you see her? And what? And what? Either in New Asgard. Yeah, but in in, Ragnarok. In what? In Ragnarok. No, no, that would be Endgame. So either in New Asgard or in the final battle. Like, why didn't we see Sif and the Warriors three or any of them that survived? In in what? In what movie? In the final battle in Endgame. Oh, in Endgame. Yeah, yeah. When they came back, when they yeah, because because they established new they established new 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 Asgard in like Scotland. Yeah. So here's here here's your answer. Sif set out Ragnarok and didn't help didn't help Thor in Avengers Infinity War or Avengers Endgame either. It was later said that she was among the casualties of Thanos' snap, which means that she. She was dead for five years and then came back and it doesn't really say anything as far as that why didn't she yeah. come back. Uh, why, that's, I'm going to see. Why Why didn't Lady Stiff's lazy ass uh, <laughs> uh, 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 help in, I, in game? I, I, okay, so definitely a highlight moment in at the uh, kind of... 
The real world reason was scheduling. Oh yeah, blind spot right. that show Forwarding she did. According to Alexander, Marvel uh, waited until the last minute to ask her Oof. to appear in Ragnarok. Oof. At which point, Marvel's shooting schedule conflicted with blind spot. Got it. Let's see. Um, uh, what was I going to say? The, the the moment that I really loved at the kind of the beginning of Act Two, uh, when Loki and Thor going off and all of his friends start threatening him on the way yes. out. Like, and I swear to God, if you betray him, I will yeah, kill yeah. you. Yeah. Like every single one of them having one of those yeah. moments was like a fun little. And it doesn't. That plays back into that Loki starting the comedy too. Yeah. yeah, and it well, but it, I think that there was. Um, I don't know. There's a lot. There was a lot in there that I that I thought worked, and I I don't know. I think that the the biggest thing that I can agree with is the villain doesn't doesn't pop. Does not. But I, I, the other stuff to me worked. Pretty pretty good, but it's it's not one that I'm going back and watching every time just because. Oh, you want to watch a great Marvel movie? Thor Thor Dark World, but right. I, I don't put it as my as my stinkiest, and a lot of people do. I mean, I think it, in some ways I think it's better than Captain Marvel, which is you know made a billion dollars because at least like it lives with yeah. with a certain expectation of power sets, and like it doesn't ha- like <coughs> there's parts of Captain Marvel that look cheap and it's so expensive, whereas this sometimes it looks TV, but it feels yeah, at least like grounded. I think I like this better than Captain Marvel. I like this better than um, than Guardians Two. Mm. Um, trying to think of some of the Winston other ones. disagrees. I like Guardians I like Two better, better than. This. than I'm, I like Guardian 2 more than this. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to that list because I think this might be like Toy Story. We were all, we, yeah. yeah, Toy Story, we were all like, we all agree. All four great. Oh. And we like, no, ju- I, I this can, order is going to be. I can already tell because of how high Black Panther ranks on my list. Yeah, our lists are going to be drastically. Well, why, Black Panther's pretty high I'm, for me, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not saying it's not, but like, it's still, depending on the day, could, could be, be number, number one for, one for me. Yeah, and, and a lot of that has to do with the impact. 100%. Right. And yeah. I understand that completely. I could, like, as much as I appreciate how great of a movie that is. I'm clearly not going to watch the movie the same way that you do. Yeah, right. And like my Spider-Man experience is probably going to be different than your guys because well, yeah, I learned to but, read with that character. And, but even, but even so, though, it's, it, it, it's yes, we learn how to read. Sort of, yes, but I mean, I saw the movie. I took RB three with me mm-hmm. to the premiere when I went, and we both we just watched the movies. We we appreciated obviously in the filmmaking aspect the same. Sure. But the way he was watching it, Bro, yeah, was his eyes. I can't Im- and I can't imagine. I was dying right. You can't laughing. Right. So that's that's a very different kind of impact yeah. for you. So I understand why that would be up there um, for, for you for sure. And it, and it's and it's also a phenomenal movie. Yeah. But I think that yeah, for me, and if I was going to rank him right now, I still think Endgame is is up there for me as my favorite. Mm. I think Endgame is my favorite over Infinity War because a lot of people yeah. actually will put Infinity War over Endgame. It's got time travel in it, man. He loves the time, time travel, time, time and, travel. and it's and it's done, but it. What I liked about that movie with the time travel aspect, and by the way, I didn't realize, now it makes more sense, that the Russo brothers uh-huh. uh, also produced everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, Agbo. And, I did, yes, yes. And so and you look at the way that they approach time, they they probably read the same articles that I do. Right. Right, because like that's the same, like when they were had that whole conversation, Back to the Future is one of the best movies of all time. I preface it by saying that the time travel and the mechanics of that are garbage. Well, they're from the '80s when we didn't have the but same like studies. A lot of people still do it the same way. We're like, right. you go you, you, the way most scientists say, if you go back in time and you like, if, if Winston goes back in time and stops himself from ever coming to the studio, then maybe he's not sitting here right now. Right. right. But that's that timeline. Right. This timeline. This timeline's happened. It's like you don't disappear. Right. It just. It's just that timeline, it doesn't happen. And that's what the Russo brothers kind of explored. And that's yeah. why Endgame, for me, the way that they did that inside of that, that was like, okay, I love what you're doing here. And they even had that back to the future. If we ever have a gap again, we should do the Avengers movies. Chris, yeah. Christian's lying. He loves Endgame because of America's ass. That's I mean, obviously, he's, he's right there. Movies. He's so invested. <laughs> no, no, no one Come needs on. to lie. I said it was Endgame. It was part of it. 
But, uh, but yeah, if we ever have a gap again, the Avengers would be fun. Yeah, they call it America's Ace. America's Ace. Ace. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, listen, not for nothing, man, but I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you. Chris Evans showing up? Oh my goodness, what an end credit that was. <laughs> it wasn't even an end credit. It was an end. And now I got a credit for watching it. <laughs> Thanks, Richard. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything else to say about Dark World than that. I think yeah. that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at. I'll give you a Dark World. My Dark World's when I can't look at America's ass, to be honest with you. Oh, my goodness. I mean, uh, I gotta tell him, taking my taking my girlfriend with me to see it, and the next thing I know, I'm getting these feelings I didn't know I was supposed to have. It's like, what, what am I, some kind of a... Uh, I mean, the next thing you know, they're going to be covering me on some uh, news news, news, news program saying, listen, I was in the bathroom. I go, look, i got to be honest with you. i gotta got to reveal my, my true tendencies. <laughs> Thor Dark World. That is the reason. That's the, right. These, these bits just keep coming keep out going. of nowhere, That's man. Absolutely. Like, like Malekith. Guy did nothing. Did nothing. <laughs> nothing for nobody. He's like drinking chocolate milk with another elf. Hey, yo, his ass was flattered at his table. <laughs> it's like unbelievable. What are you doing in Malekith? What kind of name is that? It's like a lisp. Malekith. Give me a break. Unbelievable. What are you doing with uh, something? And you got better people working for you over there. Let that guy be the villain. <laughs> you go mow my lawn, will you? Big, big, biggest twist of Love and Thunder, Malekith comes back. Malekith. Know, right? yeah. Imagine if he did, yeah. They make him relevant like they made Dark World work in Endgame? <laughs> well, you know, the other, the, other, the other moment that I really loved just as an action set piece is Mjolnir being confused because yes. of the portals. Yeah. Where it's like shooting off in one direction. Goes, right. Oh, Jesus, he's like he's on, over here. He's on Asgard. Oh, Lord, he's, you know, he's on Vanaheim. And that was a okay. clever way to depower for a bit. Mm -hmm. Like, there were some clever mechanics in this film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but that's all we got for you. That's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> it's, uh, it was where we're at. Thor Dark World. And there's so much, man. We got, as, as we just covered this, we covered Thor, we covered Dark World. Uh, next Friday will be Ragnarok, and the following Monday will be a full spoiler discussion with the three of us. I will have the review of um, Thor, Love and Thunder up the non-spoiler, and then the spoiler over the weekend, and then we'll go. But the same, same thing we've been doing on this show. So make sure that you already subscribe. If you haven't done that already, hit the subscribe button, notification. Do everything that you have to do. Notifications on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Everywhere podcasts are found, and... Uh, and thanks a lot. I appreciate you, everything that you did. And, uh, go get me some, uh, give me a slice, some pepperonis. Put pineapples on and I'll break your legs. <laughs>
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.